every man to his tackle. And, sweet companions, let's rehearse by any means, before the ladies see us, and do sweetly, and God knows what may come on it. Content. The sports once ended will perform. Away, boys, and hold. By your leaves, honest friends, pray you, whither go you? Whither? Why, what a question's that? Yes, tis a question. To me that know not. To the games, my friend. Where were you bred, you know it not? Not far, sir. Are there such games to-day? Yes, marry, are there? And such as you never saw, the Duke himself will be in person there. What pastimes are they? Wrestling and running. Tis a pretty fellow. Thou wilt not go along? Uh, not yet, sir. Well, sir, take your own time. Come, boys. My mind misgives me. This fellow has a vengeance trick on the hip. Mark how his body's made for it. I'll be hanged, though, if he dare venture. Hang him, plum porridge. He wrestle. He roast eggs. Come, let's be gone, lads. Exeunt countrymen. This is an offered opportunity I durst not wish for. Well, I could have wrestled. The best men called it excellent. And run swifter than wind upon a field of corn, curling the wealthy ears or flew. I'll venture, and in some poor disguise be there. Who knows whether my brows may not be girt with garlands, and happiness prefer me to a place where I may ever dwell in sight of her? Exit. Scene four. Athens. A room in the prison. Enter jailer's daughter. Why should I love this gentleman? Tis odds he never will affect me. I am base, my father the mean keeper of his prison, and he a prince. To marry him is hopeless. To be his whore is witless. Ah, oh, out upon't! What pushes are we wenches driven to when fifteen once has found us? First, I saw him. I, seeing, thought he was a goodly man. He has as much to please a woman in him, if he please to bestow it so, as ever these eyes yet looked on. Next I pitied him. And so would any young wench of my conscience that ever dreamed or vowed her maidenhead to a young handsome man. Then I loved him. Extremely loved him infinitely loved him. And yet he had a cousin, fair as he too. But in my heart was Palamon. And there, Lord, what a coil he keeps! Oh, to hear him sing in an evening! What a heaven it is! And yet his songs are sad ones. Fairer spoken was never gentleman. When I come in to bring him water in a morning, First he bows his noble body, then salutes me thus. Fair gentle maid, good morrow. May thy goodness get thee a happy husband. Once he kissed me. Oh, I loved my lips the better ten days after. Would he would do so every day? He grieves much, and me as much to see his misery. What should I do to make him know I love him? For I would fain enjoy him. Say I ventured to set him free. 
What says the law, then? Thus much for law, or kindred. I will do it, and this night, or to-morrow, he shall love me. Exit. Scene five. An open place in Athens. A short flourish of cornets and shouts within. Enter Theseus, Hippolyta, Perithous, Amelia, Archite disguised wearing a garland, and countrymen. You have done worthily. I have not seen since Hercules a man of tougher sinews. Whate'er you are, you run the best and wrestle that these times can allow. I'm proud to please you. What country bred you? This. Uh, but far off, prince. Are you a gentleman? Well, my father said so, and to those gentle uses gave me life. Are you his heir? His youngest, sir. Your father, sure, is a happy sire, then. What proves you? A little of all noble qualities. I could have kept a hawk, and well have hallooed to a deep cry of dogs. I, I dare not praise my feet in horsemanship, yet they that knew me would say that it was my best piece. Uh, last and greatest, I would be thought a soldier. You are perfect. Upon my soul, a proper man. He is so. How do you like him, lady? I admire him. I have not seen so young a man so noble, if he say true, of his sort. Believe, his mother was a wondrous handsome woman. His face, methinks, goes that way. But his body and fiery mind illustrate a brave father. Mark how his virtue, like a hidden sun, breaks through his baser garments. He's well got, sure. What made you seek this place, sir? Noble Theseus, to purchase name and do my ablest service to such a well-found wonder as thy worth. For only in thy court of all the world dwells fair-eyed honour. All his words are worthy. Sir, we are much indebted to your travail, nor shall you lose your wish. Perithous, dispose of this fair gentleman. Thanks, Theseus. Whate'er you are, you're mine, and I shall give you to a most noble service. To this lady, this bright young virgin, pray observe her goodness. You've honoured her fair birthday with your virtues, and, as your due, you're hers. Kiss her fair hand, sir. Sir, you're a noble giver. Oh, dearest beauty, thus let me seal my vowed faith. When your servant, your most unworthy creature, but offends you, command him die, and he shall. That were too cruel. If you deserve well, sir, I shall soon see it. You're mine, and somewhat better than your rank I'll use you. I'll see you furnished. And because you say you are a horseman, I must needs entreat you this afternoon to ride. But it is a rough one. I like him better, prince. I shall not then freeze in my saddle. Sweet, you must be ready, and you, Amelia, and you, friend, and all, to-morrow by the sun to do observance to flowery May in Diane's wood. Wait well, sir, upon your mistress. Emily, I hope he shall not go afoot. That were a shame, sir, while I have horses. Take your choice, and what you want at any time, let me but know it. If you serve faithfully, I dare assure you you'll find a loving mistress. If I do not, let me find that my father ever hated, disgrace and blows. Go, lead the way. You've won it. It shall be so. You shall receive all dues fit for the honour you have won, t'were wrong else. Sister, beshrew my heart, you have a servant that, if I were a woman, would be master. But you are wise. 
I hope too wise for that, sir. Flourish. Exeunt. Scene six. Before the prison. Enter jailer's daughter. Let all the dukes and all the devils roar. He is at liberty. I ventured for him, and out I have brought him to a little wood a mile hence. I have sent him where a cedar, higher than all the rest, spreads like a plain fast by a brook. And there he shall keep close, till I provide him files and food, for yet his iron bracelets are not off. Oh, love, what a stout-hearted child thou art! My father durst better have endured cold iron than done it. I love him beyond love, and beyond reason, or wit, or safety. I have made him know it. I care not, I am desperate. If the law find me, and then condemn me for it, some wenches, some honest-hearted maids will sing my dirge, and tell to memory my death was noble, dying almost a martyr. That way he takes, I purpose, is my way too. Surely he cannot be so unmanly as to leave me here. If he do, maids will not so easily trust men again. And yet he has not thanked me for what I have done. No, not so much as kissed me. And that, methinks, is not so well. Nor scarcely could I persuade him to become a freeman. He made such scruples of the wrong he did to me and to my father. Yet I hope, when he considers more, this love of mine will take more root within him. Let him do what he will with me, so he use me kindly. For use me so he shall, or I'll proclaim him, and to his face, no man. I'll presently provide him necessaries, and pack my clothes up, and where there is a patch of ground I'll venture, so he be with me. By him, like a shadow, I'll e'er dwell. Within this hour the hubbub will be all o'er the prison. I am then kissing the man they look for. <laughs> Farewell, father. Get many more such prisoners and such daughters, and shortly you may keep yourself. Now, to him. Exit. End of Act Two.